0: Part of the series, Express Never Fall Back, how to prepare for a band 9 in ILTS speaking. Hi, do you ever wonder how band 9 students prepare for ILTS well? I have been chatting to some amazing people who have got a band 8 and even a band 9 on ILTS speaking and I want to share with you how they do it. So. Come inside, let's find out. So, my name is Pushan, and I am your helper in helping you well speak better English, giving better answers, and get a higher score on ILTS speaking. So, today I'm going to tell you how a band 8 and 9 students prepare for ILTS speaking. What is it they do? What is it they think? And I think it's really interesting to find out. I'm going to couple that together with the band descriptors and what they tell us. What ILTS tells us about being a band nine. Now, a word of warning. This really is for advanced level students. I think if you are a band seven, it is a great goal To go for 8, if you have a band 5, your goal should be the next level up, band 6. So this really is for high level students. So if you are a band 5 or 6, turn off. Now go away. Well, you can stay if you like. It may be interesting to find out right how this high level students who achieve band 9 how they think and what they do now in addition today I have a bit of a special surprise because I am going to do today together with my new hour calmly we are gonna do a lucky draw now if you do not know calmly there is a fantastic online platform where you can find native English speaking teachers to give you one-to-one classes with whom you can practice speaking your fluency practice your ILTS questions and answer if you like it's a great quality platform I love what they do they very kindly have come up with this kind of courses which you can access on your computer on your phone even for IELTS, well, so definitely worth looking into it. But today, calmly, we are going to do a lucky draw and choose one person that could be you to get 60 minutes for free, which could be fantastic, right? You could do a mock test, you could do some practice, you could ask a lot of questions to the teachers that you choose now. This is not only new users, but existing users on calmly. All you have to do is comment and tell me something whether you agree or disagree. Now, let us jump into how nine students prepared for ILTS speaking. So first of all, oh, by the way, just one thing, right? I have chatted to students what I am about to tell you is not true for a hundred percent. Everybody at band 8 and band 9, mm, you know students can be a little bit different. They don't do all the same things. But what I have got here are the themes or things that I notice are repeated and come up again and again. And that's a majority of your band 8 and band 9 students do this and are these traits, the characteristics and behaviors of most of them. But of course, not all of them right, so not everybody is exactly the same fortunate, okay? Number one is band 9 students realize that IELTS is not about tips and tricks right now. This is important because a lot of students at lower levels are looking for a quick fix, the tip or the trick that can get them that extra level up your band 9 student realizes it's about learning a language they are in it for the long haul or the long game right it takes a long time to learn a language years and years and years so whilst you may pick up a few tips and tricks on the way really it's about learning english over a long period of time now what often happens is students go onto Facebook and they see somebody say, Oh, I just got a band eight and I prepared for three weeks. But what they don't know is that the person has spent years and years and years working on developing their English level up to the band eight level and has probably just spent three weeks looking at the exam technique. So you have to be really careful when you look at what other people are doing, don't compare yourself to others, right? Compare you to your several months ago and see the progress that you have made the first tip so the first thing realize that band 9 realize it's about learning english and most of them grow to love language learning it does not become a core or a headache but it becomes a thing of love of passion that they can see has benefits for the rest of their life the second point which is slightly related is that band 9 students are patient right as i mentioned it takes years to learn language right i mean takes a british people if you took on 12 year old british person they probably won't get a nine on ielts speaking for fluency grammar hopefully pronunciation maybe but vocabulary probably not because they have not had their full education in english yet and they have all the ideas to talk about global warming and things like that um so you know that 12 years for a native speaker is a long investment so you do have to be patient and what more the language learning curve right for a beginner is in a short space of time you improve very quickly as you get better and better you need a huge investment of time to increase or improve just a little bit and that's a challenge the advanced and the intermediate and the advanced students face. They have to put in a lot of time for a little reward. So you must be patient. Number three is that band nine students understand fluency is developed over time. So I have noticed that band nine students practice regularly, persistently over a lifelong period of time and they just don't practice with the same person they will practice with a lot of different people maybe it's friends family members teachers other students but they look for ways to get into communities and practice with different people the thing with practicing and developing fluency it's very much like a tree or a plant growing up right it's nature it takes time to do it you need to water it look after it and let it grow slowly you can't push a plant to grow more quickly it just doesn't work and at the same time with your fluency it takes time to come out naturally but if you keep on doing the practice then you can get there and this is the key thing i think that band aid and by nine students do they understand the need to practice continually over a long period of time number four is that the band 9 students chunk, chunk, that means they don't just focus on words but they speak in chunk, chunk of language, a group of words that you speak or pronounce together and band 8 and band 9 students do this, they will do it all the time, they have done it so much that it becomes a natural part of their speaking, so they will combine shorter chunks and longer chunks together As and when it feels natural to do so so what do I exactly mean if you have not heard about chunks well because you don't get chunks very much in the course books or in the reference book but it's a fundamental part of language building and speaking so let me give you an example right let's take this phrase most days I get up in the morning at around 7 I have breakfast and then I catch the bus to work now I'm speaking that a bit robotic and word by word, but what your band nine student does and understand is the need to chunk now. They may say something like this, most days I get up in the morning at around seven, I have breakfast and then I catch the bus to work, right? You can see that there are different chunks. Most days I get up in the morning at around seven, I have breakfast and then I catch the bus to work and these chunks are developed by often by just substitution practice right at around seven at around eight at around nine is just one sound i get up in the morning i get up at seven i get up late very very simple chunks and this is the key to fluency and language learning in my humble opinion so band eight and band nine students understand the need to practice this as much as they can and do a lot of imitation I have noticed of native speakers now whether that's listening to a video or a podcast or just repeating these chunks as you hear them I get up in the morning repeating I get up in the morning I get up in the morning repeating these chunks a lot and quite a few students spoke to me of trying to imitate the native speaker not only the sounds but the way they speak some students imitate the gesture or the mannerisms Other try and get the intonation But to try and get one, one student's called an English speaking mode. English speaking mode is the feeling of how English speakers speak and talk partly to do with behavior or cultural intonation. But all of that feeling is something that they try to imitate. And they do that a lot. Okay. Next one up mostly band 9 students usually have a plan for a certain period of time they have an organized way of study something they are going to do at a certain time each day and it's planned out at least for the time that they have decided to prepare for IELTS speaking. Now I notice plans were a common theme for those high level students and many students said that they make a conscious decision to invest time in study rather than play. Hmm, That's a good point. Let's move on. The next point is that most band 9 students understand what is expected of them and what I mean by that is that they have to look at these IELTS band descriptors although often they actually get a teacher to go through it with them and to explain exactly what it means that there is a public version but it's not a crystal clear every time but the take time to understand what they are evaluated on and where they need to focus mostly band 8 and 9 students have taken at least one mock test with the teacher um, in order to identify their weak or their strengths and to know where to focus in order to move up to that level where they require next up band 9 students invest a lot of time building up vocabulary and this is really interesting because as I mentioned before with that 12 year old British kid whilst your fluency pronunciation and grammar takes a long time to develop vocabulary is one area you can probably make the biggest impact in the shortest of time if you remember the Uh, Remember that vocabulary in vocabulary there are whole teaching methods. In vocabulary, there are whole teaching methods. The lexical method, based on vocabulary, saying that you know the grammar is all well and good. But the key to language learning is vocabulary. And how does your band nine student develop that vocabulary? Well, the first thing is without a doubt is reading and listening to a wide range of resources, not just the course book. They have to uh, not just be the same films on netflix but a wide range of things so videos on how to cook on how to train a dog or places to have a picnic magazines articles on furniture interior design scientific scientific journals on space exploration reading and listening really widely widely it's so important not just for the topic but for the vocabulary that's connected to that topic so this huge desire to read and listen widely is very common and band 9 students understand that you need to learn vocabulary in context So, just having words list is okay but you need to have to get them from the context so you know how to use and it seems that they have this kind of curiosity, this sense of being curious about a language, vocabulary and the different ways it can be used and one of the things I've talked about a lot as Band-Aid students is... uh, Connotation or nuance that a word can have. It's so important to understand the nuance because that again is where your examiner will differentiate a 7, 8, or a 9, is that they really understand the nuance of the connotation of the different words. As for example, when a student came up to me like several weeks ago and said, uh, It's great, and uh, you are notorious, and I said, What had happened? And why? He said, Well, no, I that's great i mean you are becoming famous i said oh i don't mean what do you mean famous or notorious and he said well it's same Ah," i said no it's not notorious it's a very very negative connotation that's when you have to be famous for something bad that you have done famous is just neutral oh so different words have different connotations right and i have okay a bit and I'm going to tell you about when I started using Instagram. I honestly didn't like it because I kept seeing lots and lots of these memes showing synonyms a bit. Like this one is right. So synonyms, curious, nosy, old, ancient, right? Well, okay, they may be synonyms. But the big problem is that it doesn't take into account the context and the connotation. You can't say I bumped into an ancient man in the street, right? It's an old man ancient has different connotation we use the normally for buildings for example or if i'm out with my wife and we are shopping and she's very careful with the money i may i may say oh you are being thrifty today but whoa 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 but because if you say you are being stingy today because that's not synonym well yes it means you are saving and being careful But stingy has such a negative connotation Uh, get into real trouble if I said that. Thrifty has a positive connotation so all those synonyms are useful if they are out of context and if you don't know the connotation you are going to get into more trouble. So your band 8 and 9 students are curious about connotation and learning connotations and the best way is through context. Oh yes and making mistakes, make lots of mistakes and you start to learn. How to use them correctly. Let's move to the next step. I think it's number eight, um, band nine students. Knowing that seeing a word is not the same as knowing the word. Or it's one thing to see a word and to know the meaning, right? You recognize it, but that is not the same as being able to use it successfully. And your band eight or nine understand that different levels or stages you may go through in learning vocabulary. You have to see if you have to start using it. You have to make mistakes with it. You have to make mistakes so that you can properly learn how to use it properly. So, mistakes are great, you know, and advanced level students will embrace mistakes and will have to be happy to make a lot of mistakes as part of the learning process. I have also noticed, you know, successful students usually keep vocabulary records, and at a band nine, it's most of the time monolingual. So, it's in English without translation. Translation, so they are keeping words in English, definitions in English. Example, of course, in English and also they learn by theme. They often group language uh, vocabulary words and lexical items by theme to help them connect them and learn them in a better way so in order to reach the highest stage of knowing vocabulary they need to activate it and they will spend time practicing 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 substitution drills different contexts just practicing to activate the language and building up that flexibility which is really another key thing about band eight or nine is being able to use the language the chunks of language flexibly right so memorizing is not good but memorizing chunks that then you can move and change and put them in different order. Yes, that's what it's all about. Next, most band 9 students invest in study and not just invest time but invest money right it's amazing I look at that with book and materials and things that they have most band eight and nine students have bought a course they have bought reference books books dictionaries uh, reference books and locations and idioms quite a lot of significant investment and I think again I mean this is certainly my case is that if I see this language learning as a lifetime investment something you are going to benefit for you the whole of your future life it's worth investing The next one, the band 9 students build flexibility. I didn't mention this before. The key to language learning is flexibility at an advanced level. So one thing they told me they do that is to repeat the answers to questions but give a different answer. So they will take the same question. For example, do you have any hobbies? And they will give different answers to that so that they will answer four to five times but a different answer each time do you have a hobby yes i love cooking i really enjoy cooking at the weekends when i get some free time yes I'm a big fan of cooking. I love to go to the kitchen at the weekends and rustle up a new dish, try my hand at some new recipes, you know, just really relax and enjoy good food and so on. So on building the flexibility, it's a great thing. It's a great activity, right? Just take a question and give different answers every time. Now, an interesting thing that civil students did is that they said they practice making up stories they said that they became aware that quite a few questions in ielts were a bit strange and they got real real no experience about they made up stories to talk about that so then just take up stories they practice making up stories so that they can come test they were hit with completely unknown topic they were used to making up stories and talking about things they were just imagined interestingly right probably a good exam strategy next one up online students are good at noticing and this is well researched. Actually, there's a value of noticing in language learning. You know most successful language learners are able to notice patterns, they notice grammatical patterns, they notice vocabulary patterns and they notice how language is used in different contexts. It's really an important skill to build up but a very valuable one. So, for example, you know that when I'm saying that I am interested in something, the proposition isn't right. I'm interested in this. But you may be listening to the radio. Does anybody listen to the radio anymore? I do, but... may be listening to a podcast and all of a sudden you hear somebody say oh I'm fascinated by this area of science and you think ah that's interesting I'm interested in it but I'm fascinated by right and you notice that you'll make a note that curiosity and noticing patterns or grammar and vocabulary it's really important like noticing locations right which are key with language learning right I noticed this when I was learning Japanese when I was listening to somebody once and then they said to me push and I thought that's very interesting and what is meant Literally was today a big rain is falling and I thought that's interesting in in Japanese and they say big rain in English uh, You would say um, it's uh, raining heavily or they're saying it's some heavy rain today heavy rain, but in Chinese it's down big rain Just noticing right and that's the first step to learning really deeply the language now the next one that's very interesting that is something I recommend a lot I was surprised and pleased I wasn't surprised I was extremely pleased that actually band 9 students do this and is to record themselves a lot of students record themselves quite a lot to listen back and to improve fluency grammar vocabulary use pronunciation all different aspects and some students even listen you know that they go through this cycle two or three times to get better and better of course i think that there is a real reason which works well so you are getting a feedback so when you have a teacher say that's not right Uh, it should be like when you are listening to your recording of you it's the same you're getting feedback going that's not right i should have said that i should say this is the feedback you can get from recording yourself now the next one i'm including Although some band 9 students say that um, it's about grammar, I think actually a lot of advanced level students in the test, they don't think too much about grammar. They just go with the flow. They just get into a flow and start speaking and just let it come out whenever it was interesting. That's a few people said that they actually so practice using complex grammar so they can suddenly complex grammatical structures and they look up opportunities to use it in their practice. Now as a teacher, I also think it's an interesting practice technique, but I would emphasize that if you find it easier just to speak naturally and to get into a flow, then do it. But if you want to practice this, you can. So here are a few examples take the third conditional right is a more complex tense if i had known that you are going to go i wouldn't have gone no um, if i had known i would have right so i think especially in part two when you are speaking of stories events and describing activities um, maybe looking for a way to use that kind of structure another one is the present perfect and present perfect with modals as well right so for example i've been to paris no it must have been four years ago right so i've been to paris it has been about four years ago so you can take that structure i have done something it must have been to go right interesting another one just for you is the past perfect i've never been there before right i have been to paris i have never been there before Hmm. so that structure i've never been mm, before I have never done that before, I have never taken one before, so using that past perfect to describe something that happened before that point of the story in the past is an interesting one so that you can take kind of templates, complex grammatical structure and look for ways to integrate them into your part 2 talks or stories, yes you can do, don't have to but you can, next up right, we are at the last one, whew, Band 9 students are prepared to identify and work on ironing our pronunciation issues. So, ironing is not ironing the clothes. Ironing is to make something smooth or better. So, we all have pronunciation problems, right? And especially certain languages will have a particular problem because of their own mother tongue. Band 9 students will have to identify that problem and spend a lot of time sorting it out because the brick problem is when you have to call something fossilize mistakes which is a mistake or a pronunciation feature that you have done for many years it becomes like a fossil stuck in the rock you can't change it but you can have two because if you want a band eight let's have a look at the band descriptors right this is a band eight which is using a wide range of pronunciation features sustain flexible use of with only occasional lapses so you have to be able to use it sustain its use with just one or two mistakes but if you are repeating those pronunciation mistakes again and again through a 15 minutes test well 11 to 14 minutes then you are gonna be in trouble right you're not gonna get a band eight. so spending time the best way i think is either through a mock test or with a teacher who say so listen you know that you are saying it's all not right and you need to fix that and then really working on it through repetition recording yourself practicing maybe do a pronunciation course if you take a lot of different areas to look at don't worry about accent right notice that's a product that's a band descriptor say one accent has a minimal effect on intelligibility so your mother tongue accent will be there that's fine so long as it does not affect your intelligibility how you understood, right, friends? That's if I think that we have like 110 different things so that band 9 students do quite a lot. I have a very, very interesting gain. This is not everybody, but this is what a look at a band 8 or a band 9 advanced students do. So there's something to learn, right? Some of you may want to pick it up and start doing yourself. Okay that's for now happy practicing and listen to this episode if you would like to take some markers thank you all